Hello, I'm Josh Wall, and frankly, I love movies. It is Oscar time, guys. Woo! Yeah, um, Oscar. So it's birthday this past Sunday. Yes, yes. I, it's um, it's the nine. It was the ninetieth <laughs> Academy Awards. It's really crazy to think. I remember the first one that I ever watched. Um, the first one I watched in full was 2013. Um, it, that was the eighty. I can't do math. I think it was like the eighty sixth or something like that, eighty fifth or something like that. But. Um, I uh, I remember that was the first one I watched all the way through when Argo won Best Picture, and but then I, the one I remember actually like turning on. We used to always flip through it when I was a kid. Right. Like they would just like oh the it was like oh the Oscars are on or the oh the Golden Globes are on. Like before I actually started following it kind of like religiously. But there was the they think it was like the eighty first and Steve Martin was hosting or something like that, and or no Hugh Jackman was hosting because that was the year of the Dark Knight. Um, Wait, he hosted the Oscars? Hugh Jackman uh, hosted in 2009. Yeah, yes, because that was the 81st Oscars. Mm -hmm. And um, then we started just kind of flipping through it when it was on. But much much recently, I've been trying to follow it very, very intently. I think the first one I watched was the one with... uh, I think it was 2014, the Birdman year. Yeah, Yeah, that that was... 2015 because the movies came out 2014 but okay, I, yeah. yeah that was the year I fully mm-hmm. like that was the year which bring, uh, brings us to one of the most important part of the Oscars is the host I think they have to bring someone who is really like can has this presence like John Stewart has hosted mm-hmm. the Oscars on many occasions Whoopi Goldberg has and they just bring it they do like they have this like very big you know presence I think they take a, a very big risk when they ask an actor that's to do true. it that's true um, I think that in recent years, I think the best one that we've had is um, uh, Ellen. I think did yeah. the best job in the since I've been watching. Mm-hmm. So when I watched when I first started, it was um, who was it last year? It was Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel Jimmy did. Kimmel no, 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 twice. No, not, oh, he did do it. He yeah. did this year and then last year. Oh, really? What was so, it? okay? What was so one? when I first started, it was yeah. Seth MacFarlane and then Ellen, then Neil Patrick yeah, Harris, Patrick Harris, and then uh, did you Jack who, that? who did? Who am I missing? I think Hugh Jackman did it right before a Patrick Harris. No, oh no, that was in when Neil Patrick Harris first did it in 2010. Oh, so Jim, so it was Seth MacFarlane, Neil Patrick Harris, Ellen. I know one year it was no, for flip some flip those, flip off those. One year it was really Ellen, weird, and Neil they Patrick asked Harris. James Franco and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> Whoa, what? So, yeah. yeah, James what Franco. Year was and, that? that was the year after. That was in 2010. I believe either that or 2011. Oh, I don't have the list right. So yeah, I, I, it was I, Seth MacFarlane, Ellen. Me neither. Um, this is my first year actually watching the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched. I watched the year with Birdman because that year I was super invested in Birdman winning. Oh, um, Chris Rock was last year. Chris Rock. That's right. Two, that was last 2016. So, um, I was. Yeah, that so was two years ago because it's 2018. Oh yeah, you're right. Invested in this year though. Mm-hmm. This yeah. year, so many movies, so many little guys. Almost every single category, I was like, I want every single one of these people to win. Like I was there just were, so yeah, invested. Yeah. There was, I think we had know. everyone in like we us our pick. Like we had one of our picks. There was a lot of there was a Absolutely, lot of times yeah. where it was just like I would be happy with one uh, either this person or this person. And so yeah. we have uh, Austin did the kindness uh, out of his heart to give us a list of the categories in the so winner, kind. and we'll start from the bottom to the top. Uh, I have original screenplay with writing. Mm-hmm. Was the winner for that was 
Get Out right. was Jordan Peele. Well deserved. Not unexpected. Any way expected. Yes, really? I was. I didn't expect that. I was expecting. What else was it up against? It was up against Lady Lobby Bird. Well, no, that's no, adapted, adapted screenplay. That's Original adapted. screenplay. Oh right. My so we had sick, um, right? three billboards. Big Sick. Yes. No. That was. Oh, original. Big Sick. Sorry, I thought you said the Big Short. I was like, no, no, no that's no, not. No, no. Uh, Big Sick. Um, three Lady Bird. Three, three billboards. billboards. Get Out and something else. I don't know. Probably a Ship of Water. Yes, you're right. Shape of Water. And I was expecting, I was like, okay, I want um, I want Martin McDonough to win this. Yeah, because I was like, he too. this is like he deserves this in terms of like, you know, what came out this year. But then Jordan Peele, I was like, well, I'm you know what? I was not expecting that and I'm really happy about that because yeah. yeah. he like that movie was great. Yeah, it was no doubt the first uh, black man to win a writing Oscar in the whole 90 years they've done Oscars. Really? Really? Yeah. Interesting. To me, there was no question. He was going to win no matter what. When I watched Get Out, which I watched, I think like a week before the Mm -hmm. Oscars, like, this is going to win Best Original Screenplay. There's no way it's not because it's just, it's so... It's very original. Like the... the, What? Roten? No, (laughs) Oh, I thought you said Roten. The social commentary, like... Just, just the story alone is so cool and unique and engaging mm-hmm. that I would say it deserves it. It's this. so but different. The, the underlying tones that everyone doesn't shut the fuck up about, but like for good reason. I, to me, it was no question. I, I was just expecting because of like what I, I always try and look at like the awards that come before, like the SAG Awards, the Golden Globes, and the BAFTAs, and the Critics' Choice. That kind of you can kind of tell the pattern. I was expecting Martin McDonough to get it because he won it at the Golden Globes and at the BAFTAs, I believe. And uh, yeah, it was just out of nowhere. But it was like, you know what? This guy, he's kind of like the underdog in the film industry. This is his first movie, and he like killed it with something that's like it stays with you. And I think, yes, very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Destroyed. Honestly. Nothing but net. Mm-hmm. Really the only one in that category that I would have been mad at if it won was The Shape of Water because it didn't seem yeah. very deserving. Mm. I'll get uh, angry about The Shape of Water. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Adapted later. screenplay writing. Call me by your names. I was with James Ivory. Very happy. Absolutely. It's just interesting fact, uh, James Ivory was, was originally a director. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, he's, uh, remains of the day. He was nominated yeah. uh, when Steve, um, Spielberg won for The Schindler's List. Oh, he was nominated that's not that. what I was going to say. Oh. He was up when they originally were doing this movie. He and the guy who... I forget. Who directed name? it? Yeah, the guy Luca, who directed Luca it. Luca Guadagnino. Him and... Uh, James Ivory were supposed to co-direct it together. Interesting. And he was supposed to be writing it as well, but then the company that was producing it was like, they weren't sure if having two directors would be a smart idea. Uh-huh, so yeah. James Ivory said he just drop out and just write it. I was very, very happy about that. I know that you, Casey, yes. were pulling for someone no, else. The, well, who? No. So who else was nominated? So we got Call Me By Your Name, uh, Logan, Logan. Disaster, Disaster Artist. Artist. Very, very great. A great movie, by the way. I still have not seen it. I Molly's really Game to. for Aaron Sorkin. Game, and uh, someone else. What was the other one? What else? I don't remember. I'm trying to think of what else was nominated. Geostorm. Geostorm. Based off of Geostorm. Uh, that's right. By, uh, by James Patterson. <laughs> James Patterson, you idiot. Wait, what was this? That was Ray Bradbury. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. Yes, his um, unpublished novel. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one? He <laughs> said Geostorm. Yeah. Geostorm. You know, yes. Ray Bradbury, one of the greatest <laughs> authors, wrote Geostorm. Dude, if Ray Bradbury did? wrote Geostorm, that'd probably yeah. be way better than what it actually is. I have who the nominees for that. All right. One. So it was Calling By Your Name, Who Won, Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's game in Mudbound. Mudbound, that's right. I, I have, I have, I have a couple things. I did not know existed. Me neither. Until I saw it nominated for I did. a couple things. That's another thing. I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second, but um, definitely thought that Call Me By Your Name deserved it. As much as I love mm-hmm. Sorkin, I think that Call Me By Your Name needed as much recognition as it possibly deserved. Now. So, Casey, yes. what did you think of <laughs> so, that particular... So I, out of this group that we have at the table, I am the only one that wanted Logan to win this. 
That's not true. Well, okay. I would have been happy if Logan Me too. I would have been happy. But, but Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, they, they loved... I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name yet, so I can't say that, but I still think I'd probably want Logan to win because I love superhero movies, mm-hmm. and I thought it was so revolutionary. But, Lexi, if you hear this, you know how I feel. <laughs> so Well, that's um, like another thing, too, is that that... Um, that in and of itself, it got recognized for such a big award. And yeah, we don't, we have, we don't see that very often. Yeah, like, like that, a lot yeah, of superhero just movies. Just the nod is Yeah, just important. the nomination. Well, yeah, but it's like we, a lot of the superhero movies we see, like Guardians and um, like Thor and like all these get like um, special Those effects facts, and, or yeah. like visual effects or whatever. But like not a lot get like the biggest one that I can remember getting a lot of recognition recently was like was when The Dark Knight got Best Supporting Actor. Like that's nuts. Yeah. That's very and, out and there. even then with The Dark Knight, like that's so separate from even like the, blo- oh, actually I guess it isn't separate from Blockbuster. It's different. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, it's definitely different. When is Christopher Nolan gonna get his Oscar is what hmm. I want to know. Um, I mean, he already did? No, Still? he didn't. He's never, he's got nominations. Oh, never, oh, but, he's never well, won. his movies have. Like, well, yeah, but not like, not like I just want I want him yeah, yeah okay. he himself. wants to, I want that shit on his toilet you want you mean you want you want one I want the shit locked inside of his toilet <laughs> I don't want I don't want people taking a shit in his toilet I want him to take a shit in his own toilet <laughs> I'm sure okay. he does it okay. speaking of Mudbound I think it's really interesting this was the very first year in the Oscars that we saw um, streaming movies get nominated. Like that's a streaming movie. Mudbound was a Netflix original oh, movie, was it really? and uh, Icarus was which won best documentary feature. That was was, was um, no, Netflix. No, that was on Netflix too. That yeah. was a Netflix. That was, that was a Netflix, Netflix documentary. Um, and Mary J. Blige got both songwriting and supporting actress nominations for Mudbound. Yeah. It, I think it's. Um, there's a lot of like heavy opinions out there on this. I just wanted to like take a quick moment and say like, what do you guys think that um, that the fact that streaming movies are getting a little bit more recognized and award? Uh, I, I think I think it's good. Yeah. I think that the fact that we change as we go, I think it, narrowing it to just theaters can um, can leave a whole department out. I think so. I think it's good that they're getting a little bit more, if not you know just a little bit better yeah. than nothing. You know. Um, I really liked. I think um, the Meyerowitz stories got snubbed a bit mm-hmm. because I watched that movie. I Noah Baumbach, his writing yeah. is so good in that the movie. The dialogue in that movie is yes, like something it, it's, else. It's amazing, and I, I really think I feel like that movie. I don't maybe not the Oscars, but I think it deserved a little more than what it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that that's a really good streaming movie. Also, Okja was like Okja, great. That was really good. I feel like Okja should have gotten like effects, just because the effects in that movie are so like very well done. I think we can all agree the person who won visual effects deserved it. Yeah, it's true. But it, oh, who it was, won visual? It was Blade, uh, Blade, Blade Runner. Oh yeah, Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, never mind. I was, Blade I was, Runner I was kind of hoping for War for the Planet of the Apes, another one of my favorites of last year, just because of how. Are we hashing out vis effects right now? Hang on, because I've got some piece to say about it. Oh, do you? I do. Okay, I just want to say um, we also have to add cinematography on there, which we'll talk about in a second. Is- oh, it is. Okay, cool. Um, so, in terms of visual effects, I was expecting or I wanted war just because like I thought that I was blown away by that movie was not expecting it to be as good as it was I was expecting it to be like good and I was excited because I love the past two but this one's the best one it blew me away and the special effects if you watch these three most recent Planet of the Apes films the CGI and motion capture just keeps getting better. And none and of them have won, right? I don't, not a single I, one I don't think so. Not that, I, not that I know of. I don't think they're going to win any now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, I, yeah, maybe if, if they don't do any more. But, like, it just, it just looks real. It doesn't look like... There are times when, like, in the first one, Rise, where it's like, okay, yeah. you can kind of see no, it. No, uh, Dawn. Wait. No, Rise, you're, you're Dawn, right, War. Right, right. But, but still, at the but time, in war, revolutionary. But it's still really good. But, like, yeah. War now, it's just like... 
it looks real like you want it. It's a monkey. Like, it, yeah, There's it literally a monkey is. On the but then it's written so well where it's like it's it is uh, it's a being. It's a yeah. it's a hu- it's a humanized monkey. Yeah, it's a very it's amazing. So visual effects. What's your uh, you got to? No, talk. that's my beef. That's my main beef. Oh, is that just... I think the ape one of the ape movies need to win. But my second beef is why did Guardians get the nom over Thor Ragnarok? That's I would agree I don't understand because that. both look visually the same. I, I mean, Guardians was great. You had the ego planet stuff, which looked fantastic. But I mean, Thor Ragnarok um, was just there were times so there pretty. were times in Guardians where I was like, ooh, I don't know, like there especially for bad, for me, there were some, were some moments. In Thor though, like where you could really tell they're on green screen. But I liked that because it was just. It, I mean, <laughs> I, it was done intentionally. <laughs> I like the, the thing. poorly done. No, I don't know, I don't know if it was done it intentionally. Was, yeah. Well, I mean, like the, the there were some and, cheesy like, backgrounds and there were yeah. some uh, things, but I think it was all intentional and it all brought the movie to, like together thematically as a whole, yeah. like so much better. And like to but say we, we like we have the ability to like make this look photorealistic and go no, we want it, we want it to be stylized and also look great. And I think that's what they did a lot of the times, and it looked fan freaking fantastic. Bl- the wolf, though, in the end, Wolf of Ragnarok was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Hulk looks great, too. I don't know, guys. I don't think we gave Kong Skull Island enough. <laughs> hey, I, I saw that movie. Know, that movie was really stupid. <laughs> I, okay. I, I like that because I have a special place in my heart for, like, the kaiju kind of, like, I King love Kong, I love the King Kong movies, like, the original yeah. and the Peter Jackson one I thought was great, but Kong, this Kong. one was just... There was nothing to it. Like the action scenes, like okay, that's cool. But like yeah. the characters, other than just like John C. Riley and a little bit of Samuel Jackson, they were all so hollow and just like blech. You know, just you wait though. Godzilla versus King Kong. It's really gonna change the world. Is, is it though? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I was we'll see. My heart. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Real quick, talking about kaiju movies. Colossal. Did anyone see that? I did. I did not. I heard that was okay. It was really good at the beginning. Kind of fell apart at the end, but yeah, I think it. it I think it didn't really get as much talk as it. Deserved. No. Pretty freaking see, sweet. Anne Hathaway had a really good performance. She was Anne great. Was was great. Awesome. Okay, next next. Category. Um, so I'm just gonna put two of them together because they both won the same category, and I know you guys want to talk about it. Uh, sound editing and sound mixing. Oh my we were God. very both won by Dunkirk. Yes, we were all very much hoping for uh, Baby Driver because of the way and it's regular synced. editing. Too. Well, yeah. Do you have regular editing on your list? Um, we can pair well, it with it, this. It like was, all won so by. Tough. Because Dunkirk was, oh my god, out of this world incredible. It was but Baby Driver. Film editing also won to have Dunkirk. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's I, it's tough because well, I, I definitely, yeah. Here's my argument. I, yeah, think, for it. I think that Baby Driver should have won mixing. Dunkirk should have won editing. Yeah, I agree with that just because of how. For everything. sound. Yeah, because Baby yeah, Driver, yeah, 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 like, yeah. the every single moment of this movie is a beat to a song is a beat to like sound like sound effects rushing by to a beat like beginning to end the sound is the like star of the movie yeah and dunkirk is fantastic but i think that is more of a like onset we need to like go out get these sounds make sure we have like the the accurate mm-hmm. sounds to like really yeah. convey the sense of what these people were although going same through, with regular more of editing sa- same with sense. regular editing i think that yeah. baby driver definitely deserved it, well, it just, oh, yeah. the, thing, the thing is it's like baby driver edgar wright style specifically but like baby driver the, he uses editing and sound mixing and editing to its like fullest potential in such creative ways mm-hmm. that you'd think they would look at that originality as something that is you know yeah. deserving of an award compared to Dunkirk, which was more like it was technically a marvel, like it was good and it was like really it's tough because the, the they're film, too- but I feel like that creatively just is amazing it's very it's tough because they're two very different in the way like in terms of style but they're like i mean you kind of have to do that and you know 
I would say I'm with Dunkirk on flat editing. And it's because I think we're all looking at it as, like, Baby Driver was, like, an impressive movie. Like, oh, all these cuts were happening, like, to the beat, 24-7, like, didn't stop. But Dunkirk, for this movie to work, you had to edit it in a way that it made sense to people. Mm-hmm. Like, where these three timelines intertwined, like, what was happening when. Kept and the tension I think it up. did that, like, yeah, keeping the tension mm-hmm. up. Like, because that movie is just, like, a nonstop panic attack. And, yeah. like, most of that is You feel kind of claustrophobic a lot, especially in the, uh, is it the, the, the week aspect where they're on the beach in the full week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that timeline's mm. the best. Yeah. And you guys know how much I love Baby Driver. So I am saying yeah. that with a yeah, definite, yeah. like. Sullivan hates Baby Driver. With uh, he, he, tears, he hates it with all I hate Edgar Wright. He's the worst, <laughs> the worst director of our time. I hate movies. Goodbye, guys. See you later. <laughs> so, <laughs> guys, I'm your new host. Movies. Oh, great. Um, okay. Uh, what's the next one? So, uh, we'll do musical score. Uh, one by. What were the. Shape of, uh, the nominees were Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and then there was the winner, which was Shape of Water. I think Shape of Water, if it deserved anything, it probably deserved yeah. this one. This one was a it little was tough good. because, like, I think... Who did the... It was Alexander Duplass. Who did... Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, 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 a, he's a great... Um, he is really perfect good. Perfect yeah. this movie. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it was... Um, It felt... It, if anything that Shape of Water did, like, fantastically, it was the music because that, I think, definitely took you back. It had that sound of the, mm-hmm. of the 50s and, like, the, that era, I think. It, it captured that very well with yeah. kind of a big band but also very subtle at the same time. So, I think, and as I love John Williams, I think he's amazing um, and his score for Last Jedi was really good. Yeah, and yeah but how many times can you nominate a star? Yeah. <laughs> and like, Hans Zimmer. And Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's definitely probably one of my favorites but like uh, I liked and I liked the score for Dunkirk but when I go back to think yeah. about Dunkirk I don't um, think about the, the score Out of lot. all the winners, I would say this is probably one I'd be fine with. Yeah. Even though the, I, the, the score Shape for... of Water is the only one I haven't seen of the major... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was definitely... It, it, it fits so well. Not to say that they don't fit, but like this, I vividly like can remember the music yeah. for it. And it just... It works in terms of its artistic style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the score for Dunkirk gets lost in the sound effects. Like, the score would, is basically yeah. part of the sound yeah. effects and part of the mm-hmm. war And it works. More than it is, yeah. uh, uh, like, its separate thing. Yeah. All right, next up. So, original song. So, I know this one got a little controversy. In our yes, 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 there yes. Were, the nominees were Mighty River from Mudbound, Stand Up for Something from Marshall, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, and then there was the winner, Remember Me from Coco. See, I think that, um, what was the, uh, I was I was expecting This Is Me to one because yeah, me of Pascal and Paul's kind of sweep last year yeah, with, with La La Land. Land. I was expecting now if I were to nominate a song from The Greatest Showman it wouldn't have been It'd be a million dreams. It's a good song but A Million Dreams definitely is better. Now um, that's not to say it's a bad song but the winner Remember Me I think I'm the, am I the only one in this group who's seen Coco? Yeah. I think you so. are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Coco is a good movie. I enjoy it and we'll talk more about this in animated film but and it's a good song. I think we should segue into that. that yeah. But a it's segue. a good song but Mystery of Love, I think. Oh, amazing. Here's the thing. See, Remember that's the Me... Call Me By Your Name one? Yeah, that's yeah. Call Me But, like, um, Remember Me is a very... It's a simple song, and it's pretty, but it, I don't... It, it it doesn't resonate well with me, personally. Mystery of Love stays with me. Very much, it fits so well with the movie, in that it's emotion, and it, it affects you so much that it just is stuck with you. After I saw the movie, for an entire week, that played yeah. in my head. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for movies... 
if it can make me think about it for like an extended period of time, it's amazing. Like I thought about that movie the day yeah. after, and I was just like, "Fuck, that was." Good. Yeah, <laughs> I still need to watch this. Sufjan Stevens like definitely deserved yeah, it. And Sufjan he, Stevens. Yeah, he's but like that song. It just like. Even like in, I remember when we were watching it, like his performance, like everyone just stopped. It was just like we were just glued, and it's such a mesmerizing song, and it fits so well in with the in the movie with this montage of the of the hills of um, Italy, and it's just oh, it's beautiful. And to segue into that, we have they're in Italy in the movie. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, it was they totally, speak they French. They speak a lot. French, Casey's but they're just in like, Italy. What is Italy? They speak Fran- French. I've never yeah, they heard speak of France. That. They speak France. You know, like yeah. they speak French, Italy, and English. Okay, I was. I didn't. Know. Italy. They, they speak, speak Italian. Italy. <laughs> God damn it. They speak Italy. Uh, I, I love, speak Italy. I speak Italy. To segue into animated feature. Yes, into animated feature. This is. Oh yeah, let's talk about it. My fucking biggest problem. Let's let Chris take. Yeah, why didn't Boss? Baby. So let's read the nominees. Let's see, the first. nominees are Boss Baby, Breadwinner, Ferdinand, Loving Vincent, and then the winner was Coco. Okay, so Chris, take it away. Oh, like oh, I, man. the biggest thing I consume in like movies, I love animated features, and there are different styles of animation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the most impressive always will always be for me stop animation. Yes, and Loving Vincent was stop animation. By paintings yeah. every frame is a painting the transitions in it oh it's just mesmerizing to just to see his work in a movie like as it flows through scenes and it's like half like through the movie there are milestones where we reach paintings that uh, Van Gogh actually painted but like redone in the movie like yeah. they visit scenes yeah. and it's and, so and if that fucking wasn't, impressive and if that wasn't enough like the story itself is amazing like the so c- if you weren't distracted by how great the visuals were I cried just story. because of the visuals <laughs> right. multiple times in this movie and then I cried multiple times because of the story I going really on and then again because it didn't win I didn't yeah. <laughs> I saw so this the year the finale was me sobbing because it did not win when we were watching this I completely forgot that Ferdinand got nominated and I was just like what, what? I, John Cena I always wanted to see John Cena as Ferdinand the Bull. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but that's just me. Um, but it's like, my fantasy of childhood dream. But like, I didn't see and Alec Baldwin. Is the boss, yes, baby. and Alec Baldwin. Is, oh, I mean, God. come on, that's, that's brilliant. But like, I only saw of all these nominees, I only saw Coco, and I love, I love me some Pixar, and I liked Coco. Coco's good, but it wasn't as good as I. Like, I didn't think it was great, you know? And mm-hmm. I think this year overall is one of the more lacking years for animated features. Because oh, yeah. my best, my favorite of this year, and again, I haven't seen Loving Vincent, was the Lego Batman movie. Right. Because it was just so much fun. And again, it was stop so, animation. Yeah. Lego, Lego movies, once again, getting stuck That's, not, that's, that's, not, that's not, not stop animation. animation. It wasn't? That's, that's computer no, generated. No. It's yeah. computer generated. It just made it look like stop animation. Oh, yeah. was the first Lego movie stop yeah. animation? No, okay. no, 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 no. It's no, the same. Sorry. It's the same thing. It's like, really? it's computer generated, but it's made to look that yeah. way. It looks great, though. I thought it was. No. I, will, no. I will say this I about like Coco winning, though, is something that none of us might not understand, but it does uh, give some people of, like, like that movie, what it's about, it gives people a voice yeah. about representation. I mean, it has media. it has some good themes in it. Yeah, definitely representation and also about memories and the people in your lives that you love. But like, I wanted Loving Vincent to win just because uh-huh. of the just like I, I haven't seen it, but just because of the how, innovation of and it. Like, the work. we have never seen a movie that's just completely painted. And it's hard enough to do a gimmick movie like that. Like, I I hate calling it a gimmick movie, but I mean, saying we're gonna do this whole thing in painting hand-drawn animation is, is it's pretty much a gimmick but yeah ha- 
being able to pull that off and on top of it creating like a like an intricate story that like really tugs at your heart i did not think How there could... would be a story i thought it was going to yeah. be a slideshow yeah, of badass like transitions I've... which i would have been okay with because yeah. it looks so thought... good I thought it was originally like a documentary. Me I didn't too. think it was just I like because the, there's a movie called um, I think it's like a man uh, an interview with a man in a chair, or I think I've and seen it's it. like and it's like it's a chalk drawing animated interview with Noam Chomsky that yeah, Michelle no, Gondry I know, I know exactly that Michelle Gondry about, directed, yeah. and I thought it was gonna be like that, like okay, it's just this like it's documentary but with this really awesome anim- animated style, like kind of like Waltz with Bashir or something yeah. like that. But no, it's like yeah, it has a story. I need to see it. Yeah, I, know. I really gotta watch it too. Watching it's... Loving Vincent audibly, I just like yeah. groaned inside about how <laughs> fucking amazing it was. And, and I'm definitely with you that I'm so um, I love animated films. Like, they're fantastic, but I'm also very picky about them. So, like, I think that this year and, like, what I want to see is there was just so much that I, like, I I, I heard actually the Cabin Underpants movie was actually very surprising, so I still need to see that. But, like, there was so much that, like, I just, I wanted so much more out of this year for animated films. I think a lot of it also has to do with Disney, you know, cornering Mm -hmm. the market with Mm -hmm. their animated features. And it they, they are ahead on a lot of the innovative parts of it, but all in all, it's, like... You know, mm-hmm. when are they gonna not get it? It took 125 artists from around the world to make this movie. Yeah, and it's it's crazy, inspiring. Yeah. All right, cinematography. We have Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, Shape of Water, and then the much deserved took way too long for him to win. Roger Deakins for Blade Runner yes, 2049. Absolutely, yes. Roger Deakins. Um. Yeah, so I, I mean, think, I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine was the obvious one. Yeah, yeah. But that one cinematography. Still the so yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was basically. I you know people visual say it's eye gasmic. Visual it's effects. So, I could see it not great. winning, but cinematography. Oh, absolutely. It had to win. It would have been. But honestly, I think this is the category where I was thinking like there were so many movies that didn't get nominated that should have. You know, like oh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird. I think really. I mean, I love Blade Runner, and uh, some of the scenes in that movie really get me when they're with the way they play with light. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Lady Bird deserved it just out of sheer willpower. To Greta Gerwig, like she explains how she wanted her scenes to look in that movie to be kind of like you know like a looking at it, wasn't it? Yeah, like a zero. Yeah, she I was. Yeah, it's because like it, they film. Oh, they do it with like film. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they want. She wanted to do it on film when she made it, but instead they used um, the Alexa Mini. Right, like, right, yeah. And there's a she. She goes through this whole thing with like film grain and, and whatnot. But the way she wanted her shots set up, she said she wanted it like a painting, and it. I feel like it just does it to me it so looks much. like kind of like like in wes anderson movies like they're all every frame's a painting but for me in yeah. this movie it almost kind of feels like um do you know those like the stitchings that you make in art they you know the home sweet home stitching oh, yeah. that's what it made me like like a yarn stitching this movie kind of like yeah. that, that was, or to me kind of got me looking like polaroid kind of yeah it's good that it's like that transition phase like in the early 2000s this yeah. is right after 9-11 like in 2012 2002 2002 yeah. to 2003 when yeah. cell phones weren't really a thing yeah so really there is a very it's a very particular time mm-hmm. in history and they it was just such a, and it's such an interesting like time that she picked but yeah. I think that also talks back to like her as it's not bio, biographical but it is I think in a way it also that time, right? it also is one of those movies that it, like it could have worked in any time period. Yes, to no, where but it yeah. still could have looked good. Yeah. yeah, and Call Me by Your Name, just like the shots alone of you know the montage of the the hills in Italy are just oh my god they just they, in France wherever they are in their vacation. It's such a pretty movie mm-hmm. and like I don't know 
the cinematography in it. Like, I love in movies when they take a break from dialogue. Like, they'll just sit there and leave the camera running. Like, mm. there's one scene when they both go biking back, uh, him and Army Hammer. Yes, yeah. They go on their bike ride back, and it's just like a shot in Survivor Man yeah, where he just yeah, leaves yeah, the camera and then fucking about. leaves. I just, like, watch that shot. I'm like, I love this. Or that's, Never cut oh, away. I, or that part where, like, yeah, they're biking back, and it just kind of pans to the road, and then it just stays on, like, a sign or whatever for, like, a couple seconds. And, it's like, mm-hmm. and then it's, yeah. Like, the it, it, when you sit and dwell... That's that's my favorite stuff. Yeah. Like Studio Ghibli movies, when you sit and dwell, just they listen take, to the music, take in the atmosphere. They take their time. Yeah, that's yeah. what's great about Yeah. Next up. So we're getting down to the last five biggest categories. Yeah, the big Ooh. five. Yes. So I think we should start in that acting in a, or actor in a supporting role. I'm getting chills. Okay. Uh, there was uh, Who was we nominated had, and who won? We had Willem Dafoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer, and then we had the winner, Sam Rockwell. I think Sam Rockwell, well, hands well down, was one hundred percent. I mean, I didn't see Will, uh, Willem Dafoe in Florida Project. I think Sol- Solid's the only one out here that has seen. Was he well, deserving of a nomination? Willem oh, Dafoe? absolutely. Uh-huh. And I think that movie deserved. I think it 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 should have been up for. Best I think picture. it was, was very. Well there was done. only like nine slots filled. They could have filled a Florida Project in that tenth slot. I mean, I don't think it would have won, but I think it yeah, at least it deserved, deserved a nomination. nomination. And, I mean, Willem Dafoe really did give a great... He's great in, in like, literally movie. anything he does. He's the, so great. I think the big surprise of, out of the supporting category to me is that Woody Harrelson... Me too. Was I wasn't expecting that him to get nominated at all, honestly, but, like... I mean, he's a great performance in the movie. No, I... They were both so was, good. Like, when, when, I went, when, when I went to go rewatch it, I was like, oh, I understand now. Like, his performance, like, just, like made it like it was so much more heartfelt to me it, yeah. w- it was hard for me when they when they announced the list of nominees like when it was like Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell are both nominated for the they were both awards. amazing they were yeah. so good I think both I them, think what but... made it for Sam Rockwell though is that he has such a good arc in the movie and you see That's like true. his character he shows an incredible so range yeah exactly yeah, like ridiculous. It, I think it's amazing Absolutely. It's also kind of unfair that the catalyst for Sam Rockwell's oh, character yeah. to change is Woody Harrelson yeah that's true what was the movie that I said there was an actor or it was just earlier that uh, it was yesterday wasn't it no this was literally when we were recording that uh, that didn't get supporting actor not oh Idris Elba in Molly's Game that's oh. right never mind alright continue oh and uh, Call Me By Your Name Michael Stuhlberg oh my god gave hands down one the of dad, the right? best performances yeah. of the year I and is one of the most mem- there's a scene at the end that involves a monologue that is one of the he most he should have gotten nominated for that just that, that alone is just like so emotionally impactful and satisfying at the same time that's true it makes you wish that you had somebody in your life mm-hmm. that could relate that kind of stuff it to was you. so like the whole story in and of itself could be encapsulated in that one monologue and it's just so perfect and it's so relatable it seals the fucking deal yeah exactly out of, out of the three uh, oscar movie season this year that was by far the best one yes absolutely yes indeed yeah he was in he was the call post. me by your name the post and uh shape of water, water that's right so next up is actress in a supporting role we have Mary J. Blige uh, Leslie Manville Lori Metcalf and Octavia Spencer and then the winner was Allison Janey Leslie Manville who was she in? Leslie Manville was the sister in Phantom Thread Right, right. Or, I, I liked her. I, thought she I don't know what she necessarily no, was. She was a sister. Yeah, I liked. I liked her a lot. Um, I this was one of those ones where it got down to you know the mm-hmm. two because I thought Lori Metcalf was fantastic in Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Yes, hands down. They could not have picked anyone better to play the mother of Saoirse Ronan. The the scene 
where she's driving from the airport that alone makes you want to cry oh, it, every it time kills you. i see any that. mother like my mom was connected with this movie a lot because it felt like her life and that like her mom was just like oh man i got sad goosebumps just when you mentioned that yeah, yeah i know yeah. i have I it too, like, too. Chills you wanna, like, that's oh. that's another good thing about the cinematography is that is a great shot where it lingers on just her face of her driving yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah and, she, that's and what's shot. good is she conveys so much with so little mm-hmm. in that scene like you can yeah. tell that she's frantically you know always so fucking impressive when a movie can do that yeah um, but I uh, am very happy that Allison Janney won, not just because her performance um, in I, Tanya is great, because it really is another great mother. It, that Her mother is abusive in my mind, not Laurie Metcalf's character. Allison Janney is definitely an abusive mother. But, but they got along. But they did so well. Like, she just conveyed it. Well, I was just, every word she said, just, you just listen to it. And you're, because you don't shut it off. It's just like, oh, I don't like this part. I'm going to shut it off. But it's just like, you're just like paying so close attention to her. But I have been a fan of Allison Janney for so long. Like, I love her in the West Wing and she's fantastic and mom. So we're down to the final four. So we have leading actor and, or an actor in a leading role. We have. Timothy Chalamet, Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Kaluuya, Denzel Washington for some weird reason, and then we have the winner, Gary Oldman. Before before we talk about Gary Oldman, um, I was very surprised when Denzel got nominated. I love Denzel. It's one of my favorites. It was Roman J. Israel Esquire, and I wasn't sure. Yeah, like, no, it, same face. See, I that's mean. like. See, what? that's like. It was just like I wasn't, and I hadn't seen the movie, but I was just like, that just seems kind of odd. Like it seems out of nowhere, you know. That I and I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, okay, it seems like just kind of a random lawyer movie. But he, his character has a little bit more to it. But watching the movie, it's just, it's there's, it's just bland. Like there's really like nothing that much. Like there's really nothing there. It's just like things kind of happen. It's all over the place. His performance is fine. It's probably the best part of the movie. But it's just like. I don't know. It, it it wasn't deserving. You know what else wasn't deserving? Gary Oldman winning the Oscar. Timothy <laughs> okay. Chalamet, all the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's true. My theory about why he went is that it wasn't necessarily for the role. It was more of a lifetime lifetime achievement award. Because he's been in so many great roles that he hasn't Which is won. Bullshit. That they just gave this to him. I, also, I feel like they didn't want to have a kid win. They also love biopics in the Academy. They fucking love yeah, which biopics. Which seems so unfair to yeah. every other movie. Like, this I also think, really shows how progressive, Aaron quotes, they are. This was the first... This was another year where I was like, oh, God, just... Uh, give it to someone who's doing an original role for once. You know, for like... We haven't seen that in a while. You know, not like in a while. You know, like... I, I, like, Timothy Chalamet like created this character. Same with Daniel Kaluuya, they created this character. Like Gary Oldman gave such a hammy performance in I Darkest Down. I, I, I loved it, but it shouldn't have won. Uh, I really movie. enjoyed his performance in it. Like you guys really shit on it, but like I, I think it's it's, very, it's a good movie. I like uh, Darkest Down more than I like Phantom Thread. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even I Kaluuya, I would say deserved. Yeah, Ryan Oldman, because he just. He carries so much mm-hmm. on just like these small reactions he has to give to the way these people around him are. Because like, yeah. I mean, I went in as a white person. Obviously, I know the situations he's in are cringy. But like, 
just in the way he like responds, like just in his face to what these people are doing, it's like, oh, I get like exactly how this yeah. feels to you. Like he he communicated so much with that yeah. performance. It's yeah, he's he's really really good. But Timothy Chalamet just stole it. Like he's just so, like so emotional for the he, last shot alone. He acted through the credits. Yeah. Oh, so that good. was such a good fucking he idea. He showed every range of emotion that's I've in lost the book my mind. in the ending credits. Yeah. He's yeah, just like from sadness to satisfaction to wanting to anger, just everything. And it it's was, perfectly timed. Yeah, it it's is. Amazing. It really is. Amazing. Such a feat. Talk about lingering on something like it's just that's yeah. just there. God damn yeah. it. And I then keep the, hearing about this scene. You'll, you'll, you'll watch it. You'll I'll watch it. Okay, come. I'll watch this movie on repeat for the rest of my life. Okay, can we just plan <laughs> just go to Chris's house and we're playing on um, TV. Who's so, buying it? I'm buying it. I'll buy it. Absolutely. Um. So. So yeah, uh, who's the other one? Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis. I was expecting to get nominated as well. He should have, but like, I mean, I knew it was gonna win. I think he was pretty okay with has that. Has he been in a movie where I he doesn't get nominated? I think he would have won. won. Gangs of no. New York. Has he been in any movie where he has been nominated? Yeah, The Crucible. I think. Uh, uh, last, of the, last of the Mohicans. He's only if been like nine movies. Sorry. There were some milkshakes. They didn't I give the man any milkshakes. Milk there, are, there are no milkshakes, and there will be blood am either. I, am Not I missing a reference? Yeah, I know. Milkshake thing. So there's a scene in There Will Be Blood where he says to I Paul Dane, yeah, he's like, if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and it's like, my straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake, and he gets so fucking close to Paul Dano's face, and he's like, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it. And then he goes fucking ballistic. He's incredible in that movie, but like, still, it, that's not the point. The point no, is, no, no, I'm so fucking. The happy point is that here's, role. Here's another thing. Here's another thing I've noticed with about the with the Oscars in terms of acting. A lot of it is to to, to biopics, people playing that like that portrayal of a real person, which still takes a lot. Obviously, like I I'm aware that it's tough acting in anything. Like and especially with are you done? <laughs> Stop. I saw that. <laughs> um. So. Uh, <laughs> Austin's making faces. Oh. <laughs> He's cowering back behind. It's his like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch. Oh, if you ever wanted to see like what like the the standard gamer hacker looks like, it's Austin <laughs> right here. <laughs> you people are two legs. <laughs> Austin hurt his ankle this week, so he's on recovery. Um, no, we cut he's it off. Not Come on, don't lie. We cut his leg off. Like, um, a lot of it, I think uh, the. The performances that are most deserving are the ones that are just like they stay with you, yes, but they're they feel so emotionally real. Like they feel like you're just drawn to them. You want to know them. You know, that's why like like you don't necessarily have to be so over the top or have that really big yelling or crying scene to be to be giving a good performance. You know, sometimes that is really good, yeah, sure, but like other times like Certain things are so subtle and just like you, they just feel so real. It's, like, what, it's what you show by not showing. Yeah, you know? it's like, kind of like that's where it gets. Like, there's a scene early on in Inglorious Bastards, like when he's talking to the farmer and oh god, Christoph yeah. Waltz, his face just Incredible. changes from like kind of yes, happy yes. to listening to just I know exactly what is going on. And that scene alone, I was like, I know why you won because it made sense because that performance the, right there is brilliant. It's just that those two subtle switches from emotions in just in a second is brilliant. And to me, those performances of just sheer like kind of like honesty and not saying honest to like realistic like real life, but like I understand. Real quick, you, know? you guys remember when everyone was like, 
James McAvoy is going to get nominated for for best actor for Split. <laughs> he was really good in Split. Yeah, he, like, was great, he was great. But I mean, Wait, was I, that, I was, was definitely twenty seventeen. Yeah, oh, it shit. was limited release in TIFF at or AFI Fest in twenty sixteen, but <laughs> okay. got. Well, shit. Let me say that was one of my favorite movies this year. Too, it was a good movie, movie, underrated movie. Yeah, I was very surprised by yeah, it. That was a return to form for M Night Shyamalan right there. So. I thought it was like I didn't know M Night Shyamalan was involved at all. I thought it was just gonna be some crappy like horror movie. Like, oh yeah, it kind of looks interesting. And then I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it was good. I like the the suspense. Like, the, you really timed it very well, and also the way it's shot. It's just, you know, so claustrophobic and makes you feel like you're stuck somewhere. And he can convey, like, who he... Because he's split personality, Mm -hmm. different uh, people. You can see it. You watch his face change, and I'm sitting there like, that's a new person. Completely Mm -hmm. new. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, those performances stand out to me. Uh, Okay. Next category. We have actress in a leading role. It's Sally Hawkins, Margot Robbie, Meryl Streep. Saoirse Ronan, and then we have the winner, Frances McDormand. I think all of those performances, other than Meryl Streep, were deserving of the nomination. Yes. Like, honestly, they were all very good. Uh, if, like, out of everything Shape of Water won and could have won, I feel like I would have been happy if it was this and not what it did win. Like, for Sally Hawkins, just because she, you know, conveyed she so did, much she was No, yeah, I would agree. Which was really good. Very good emotional performance. I put performance. her third. Yeah, she was my third. I would, I would say so, too. My top was definitely Saoirse Ronan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just because, oh, God, she got that, the raw emotion of just, like, a, a person growing of up. a teenager. Well, yeah, <laughs> like a teenager, but someone growing up and feeling... Uh, you know all these different new things in life it's like what I said in the theater after I watched it like why the fuck did it end I would watch this chick live up and die that's yeah. another thing like, like it's kind of like the, the edge of <laughs> I would watch her entire life from I want to watch her slowly take her last breath <laughs> um, as the life support and it'd be systems good. are unhooked it'd be fucking amazing that's like yeah, this that's like off. why I love um in the edge of 17 I think Haley Steinfeld it's easy to look at this character and be like oh you know she's just very very bitchy and just as like super antagonistic but it's like so understanding and like we've all been through that phase and the same with Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird you're just like we've all been there and I know I either know someone like this or I've been like this in my life and it makes so much sense and like I think for me what really got me at least in the end when um, she gives this speech it was the perfect encapsulation of what we've all been going through with, um, at least us as college students, with um, transferring from a community college to another school and just like going through that process of leaving and finally like getting out of the house. And that was just like, I think that's what this movie did really, really well. But like Saoirse Ronan to me, and I, France McDormand, I love her and I understand why she won. And it was a deserving win. Yes, it was. It, absolutely. Deserving. She was phenomenal. She was my number one for the. I, I definitely understand why she won. And I think it, I'm very happy she that was she was my number two. So. By the way, hands down, gave the best Oscar speech this year. She did oh, yes. so. Except for the good. weird laugh that freaked me out. Oh, yeah. Her laugh was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she was shaking that whole time. Yeah. But, but I would have been I, really happy if Saoirse Ronan won too. But she got a lot of recognition for this and she's really really proving a name for herself and she got her oscar stolen this is also kind of a side note before this year did anybody else like notice people putting down their oscars when that was yeah no i didn't i never never seen that before until this seems like everybody was doing it this year yeah it's so weird seeing like her in a movie i've never seen her like 
other than that three billboards mm-hmm. her up there talking yeah. like it's just yeah, like so weird so like great. who is this person like this is it her just s- it made her role like so much more impressive yeah. well, like she got it for fargo too. yeah this is her second one for fargo another so great that's that. that that movie is another one good example where it's like she's not giving an over-the-top performance where she's screaming and yelling but god damn it she's so good in that movie you just like you feel it right have you seen fargo of course i've seen fargo. Oh, man Fargo's and also great. if you've never seen the show fargo My i've only god. seen the show i love the show it's one of the best shows on television anyway continue uh we have two more right yep we have directing and the nominees were christopher nolan for dunkirk jordan peele for get out greta gerwig for ladybird paul thomas anderson for phantom thread and then the winner was Guillermo del Toro for Shape of War. I'm going to let Casey take this one first. Okay. Let him start. So. Before we kill him. Okay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am as pissed about this as anyone else is. Guillermo. Oh, yeah he's, yeah, he's listening. <laughs> my, my boy. I love, he's just like, oh, man, I got to sit down. I, oh, I love Casey. I love Casey you, Clark. He's and weird. I love your movies, but I... In the depths of my heart, I think Greta Gerwig won this. Absolutely. I mean, even if Jordan Peele won, I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. But Greta Gerwig should have gotten. You want to talk about one of the best film debuts ever? Yes. Like directing debuts, even is this is hands up yeah. and Get Out. They're both so impressive that this was there. And I know that. Um, Greta Gerwig had co-directed two things before yes. this, but this was her first solo thing. It yeah. was her first movie? It was her it was first, first solo, solo. solo directing, okay. yeah. yeah. And, and, and this is the first... Sorry, go ahead. It's two kind of similar stories, too, because Lady Bird, I mean, it started out limited release, and so many people went out and saw it and had such an incredible reaction that they they did pretty much a full-on wide release by yeah. the end, and then Get Out, obviously was an unexpected hit was uh-huh. and I mean, get out made the most money of any horror movie ever until it came along get out came that. out before the oscars, oscars last year yeah, it came out in february so yeah, yeah. so that just so shows the staying power the staying of this power. movie yeah. 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 yeah i heard about this movie from everybody only good things it was yeah. amazing everybody, this like, was like shot blum so get out yeah, this movie yeah. like shot blumhouse to the top of one of the best you know companies and it's and it shows but like Greta Gerwig man she put her heart and her soul yes. into this movie I'm excited and, what she can do yeah, yeah exactly really like I, it movie, seems like yeah. this is just one of those things where this was one well get out is just so impressive still but I think Ladybird just is so relatable yeah. in every she in wrote it anybody shows it. yeah in anybody anyone can look at this movie and just like be there and she definitely does it and I I love Del Toro too I love Hellboy. Those two movies are fantastic, and yeah. same with Pan's Labyrinth. Yes, excellent. Still very underrated in my opinion. But this was not the movie he should have won. Like, if Christopher Nolan would have won, would have been happy. But, I mean, but it wouldn't. That... It wouldn't have been the movie he should have won for. But Del Toro, like, if he was going to win for anything, it would have been Pan's Labyrinth, yes. not this movie. No, Shape of Water. He directed the hell out of that, though. I mean, I wasn't. He did. I, do I don't very think I well. was as mad about this as you guys were. I understand why I he got nominated. I wasn't pissed by any means because I love the Shape of Water. But I was mad that it was him and not Greta. Well, I mean, because you got to take into account like the the production design, like everything is Del Toro. Oh, yeah, did, everything wait, is Del Toro. It's a Del Toro movie. No. Oh, because didn't they? Shape, Shape of Water, Water did win, design, which, and I understand why it did. Yeah, yeah. which I get too. That's one of the small I mean, with Del Toro, it goes hand in hand with directing. Like you know, it's all. Yeah, it's him. But here's the, the like I. Well, Del Toro did, and I understand why he got nominated, and he deserves nomination. Definitely, I think all these people deserve their nomination. I just think that, in terms of overall, like just making a movie, 
where like I had very like I had no flaws with Lady Bird. Right. There were many yeah, things yeah. that stuck with me. What are you doing? <laughs> awesome. I just see you pull up your shirt and like no. go to you for your buckle. I was like, what are you doing? No, awesome. I totally thought you were gonna be like, well, it's that time. <laughs> he was having a real hard time putting his oh hand in his uh, nine p.m. Uh, oh yeah, oh boy, three a.m. Oh. He's um, having a real hard time no, putting his that, hands. That is what every single one of us said walking out of Lady Bird when we went inside. There's like we no all said. There's just no flaws. Yeah, yeah. and he, and you could say that initially, but I've seen it another. I saw it a second time, and I still I have no flaw. I can watch it again and again yeah. and again. I watched it twice, like last night and the night before. Like it it's so, so great. Good. But there's yeah. So I think she does because that movie just like it's gonna stay with me. The Shape of Water, while is a good movie, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't hate it or dislike it in any way. I just think that it has problems, and it's a good movie. But it just. It, it was it didn't deserve well I mean let's that. get into it yeah. with the next let's category. continue this in the next category which is read them off ah! for best picture the nominees were sorry. Phantom Do you Thread mind? <laughs> so I have headphones on <laughs> I'm sorry I jumped the gun the nominations for best picture were Phantom Thread The Post Three Billboards Lady Bird Get Out Dunkirk Darkest Hour Call Me By Your Name and Shape of Water was the winner. Okay, Austin and I. Uh, you can you can take which, it. Which one did he get? I was just gonna say of our um, dispute on what was going to win because we like to do the okay. predictions. We. I, um, I feel like with this one, we should all take turns because I think all of us have yeah. a pretty. Let's go. Okay. okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot. I'm sorry. Let's go around the table. So we'll start with Austin say, and go. One um, thing I wanted to say is I don't think we've talked nearly enough. I think we talked a little bit about Lady Bird a lot. A little bit, a lot, and <laughs> <laughs> a lot on Get Out and Three Billboards, but I don't think we've talked nearly enough about how amazing Call Me by Your Name. Yes, was. absolutely. <sighs> we've yeah. mentioned it here and there, but the performances in Call Me by Your Name, and it's a lot like Lady Bird in the sense of it's about this person growing up and finding themselves, and it's just an amazing movie. They just felt so fucking real. I was so immersed by it. I forgot I was a living, breathing exactly. person. Yeah, and really like. I, it's amazing how it did not get a cinematography or even a directing nominee yeah. because it's just so well done. But to come back around to who I thought would win, not because I wanted them to win, but because I just have not as much faith in the people I hope will win anymore, I thought Shape of Water was going to win the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's just from the buzz I heard coming up to it. I know Josh uh, says that. Uh, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. call but me yeah. by your name would have been your choice, though. Lady Bird or call me by your name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Casey, what did you think? Okay, so I really was hoping I it was gonna be either if Lady Bird, which they didn't get either directing or um, best picture, which I really wanted both or one. Uh, and they got neither, and I was really sad about that because I really wanted Lady Bird to get Best Picture, just because I think, as we said, it is like one of the few flawless movies out there, and it, it's just it's so well done in all aspects, and it just it evokes such great emotion and really makes you feel for every character in it. And honestly, also one more thing about it, I think Tracy lets 
should have gotten a oh, nomination yes. for playing the father. No one talks about him enough. Yeah, I know, like he's which so was so sad. <laughs> let's go buy a big bag of Doritos. That was, <laughs> that was like that's one of those that, that was, was one so of those things where I charming. stool bar. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Tracy yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about like I saw someone tweeted about that. It was like everyone loves the way Tracy Letts says Doritos. I was like, what? Doritos. How does he say a Doritos? <laughs> but it's just he, he had such a warm performance in that movie, oh, yeah. and it was just such a good counteraction to Laurie Metcalf's yeah. character that it what, was. What movie was the Doritos thing from? That's from Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. That's that one of the, the, the yeah. dad. I don't remember that. Okay, that's but one the of the dad things. In Lady Bird. I thought you wanted you wanted him to be your father. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, a lot like Kel Kel me by your name. Kel <laughs> Hello, Jish. Yeah, but, but, but all in all, I really wished Lady With Bird. New podcast. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm okay with Shape of Water. Okay. I just, yeah. I'm not. I know Shape of Water is only also the only you one I didn't see. Yeah, no, it's the only one I didn't see out of this whole bunch well, of best picture nominees. Del Toro's work. You need to see Hell, the Hellboy movies yeah. or Pan's Labyrinth because oh my god. As do I. Yeah. I need to experience it. Have All you right. seen Hellboy? Nope. No, they're oh, so great. Dude, Talk about well. original um, superhero movies. Yes. Oh, things. definitely. Yeah, I got to buy the comics so bad. All right, um, Chris. Thoughts on Shape of Water winning? I, I saw Shape of Water. I was very excited for it. Like you guys were all talking about how Del Toro has like his style, and yeah. I was like, I love directors with a style. Mm-hmm. I love movies that like you you, you go tell hand who, in hand you, you with the tell director. who directed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Edgar Wright, I fucking love his movies. Absolutely, yeah. And just seeing it, I was disappointed by it. Like it was a good movie, but it wasn't. Oh my god, I want to like throw myself off a bridge about how spectacular it was. Yeah. Like call me by your name for a solid week afterwards. I, I drove just, to the bridge. I was just there. <laughs> I was just standing on that bridge. I was ready. Oh, but call me by your name. If that won, I would have cried for eternity. Like it's such an original movie. Uh-huh. And like yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so you were well you also really liked Three Billboards too. Yeah, yeah Three so. Billboards, it's basically a perfect movie no flaws in it just like call me by your name and for shape of water to win yeah uh so sad so thoughts um okay i'm not gonna be as nice as you guys i don't even think shape of water should have been nominated okay i thought i mean even just watching the trailers for shape of water i thought okay this looks cool but i've seen this movie before and coming out of the movie that was my thoughts like i'm like I've seen this movie before. It's Beauty and the Beast with a couple changes, and it just looks nice. With like, all movie, she finds her voice in him. All this movie has going for it, I think, is Guillermo del Toro's directing, which is why I think he deserves the Best Director win, and I think the nomination for that was well-deserved. Yeah. I don't think this movie should have even been nominated, because it was just... It was just like, okay. That's, I wasn't, that's fair. I wasn't, I, that, like, I taken aback fair. by it. And, mm-hmm. like... Every other movie that I saw that was nominated for Best Picture, I was taken aback by. Agreed. And um, you guys know I was totally on the Three Billboards train, but after watching Call Me By Your Name, that movie Have is you seen Lady my number one. Oh, wait, we yeah, all saw, saw Lady Bird. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> I think Call Me By Your Name should have won. Casey, I think you're the only person who's sworn. On this. What? No, I know. I, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, sorry, I, I'm a big... Uh, I've said Chris, Chris, a lot. Chris, Chris has said it, too. So, oh, um, I'm a bad boy. You, um, so... <laughs> First, before I say what I was gonna, what I was thinking is, um, I think what's interesting about this year, there were a lot of nominees where I was like, oh, that got nominated for Best mm-hmm. Picture. Like I was, oh, yeah. I was not surprised by Shape of Water, Three Billboards, Lady Bird, Call Me by Your Name, or um, what, what were some of the others? Uh, 
Um, the post, darkest hour, the post and darkest hour. I was not expecting Dunkirk, all the rest of them. The rest of them I was not expecting to get nominated. The ones that I think should not have gotten nominated include um, darkest hour, Hour, Mm -hmm. um, Phantom Thread, and um, the post. post. Interesting, because I did not see any of those. Okay, (laughs) I didn't either. So here's the thing: I've seen all of those, and I I understand why they got certain nominations. Like, mm-hmm. I understand why Christopher Nolan got a director nomination. I understand why Paul Thomas Anderson got nominated. Yeah. I, underst- I mean, if Phantom Thread didn't win costume design. Yeah, but it's a movie about costume design. Yes, that's that. That's another thing. Like, that would have been hilarious. But they're not, they're not, like... <clears throat> they're not a, best pictures. I think there were so many other movies that could have been replaced by it. Like, say, I think... Florida Project. Flo- like, uh, I absolutely should have just... Or, like, um, like, I, Tanya, I thought was really good. Oh, Honestly, yeah. like, yeah. Another cinematography, like, could have been nominee. Like, that, that movie was great. Sam Levy. Give Sam I'm Levy some love. On my list, yes. freaking Good, From Lady good Time, yeah. which I was no, going to mention was... at the beginning. Good Time was absolutely incredible. Um, and then there was Columbus... Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if any of you saw that. No. But my God, if you haven't seen Columbus, go see Columbus. It stars, Wait, who's in that again? I feel like John Cho and uh, Haley Lou Richardson, who was also in Edge of Seventeen. Incredible performances, incredible movie. Just like overall, one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I don't understand how it didn't get a single nomination. Yeah. And how did Denis Denis Villeneuve not get a nomination? Yeah, there was, but there was a lot of movies. Like even like. I, I wasn't expecting Blade Runner twenty forty nine to get a Best Picture nomination, no, I but it w- but it would have been cool. You yeah, know, it's nice. one of those things. But like, definitely more deserving than Darkest Hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's here's the thing though. I see the trend. You know, like I mm-hmm. in terms of a movie, I don't <gasps> understand if like I look at this and why I like it. I don't understand why you know Darkest Hour got nominated or The Post. But I understand the Academy's mindset. Well, they're legacy nominations. They're, yeah, they're legacy nomination. They and I understand why they think they're good movies or why they like those because they like those big biopic have something to say, um, you know, about society or like about. The post did about, have something to say. Yeah, it wasn't as good as it could have been. But no, it was not. It was. I I didn't really like all that much like the post like it was okay but it's it wasn't i liked it but i was grab. disappointed it's an oscar grab that's all it was yeah like it, it wasn't for meryl streep and meryl streep wasn't even grab. like that wasn't even like a really great performance by meryl streep like i like her like she's not she doesn't have a bad movie like she's good but it's just like it's just I, it wasn't really nothing stood out about it to me other than like the camera work you know it was just like it was it was a fine movie you know I was uh, riding the three billboards train because of the. I was so on the, the, billboards the train. Golden Globes, and for me, it was like between the three movies that were going to win. That of uh, it was either going to be Lady Bird, Call Me by Your Name, or Three Billboards that would have won that I would have been happy with. Yeah, like same. I would have been more yes. than happy with. Agreed. Like definitely Lady Bird is number one, but the rest of them I would have been perfectly fine with. I was not expecting Shape of Water to win at the beginning of the ceremony. I know that. Um, you kept saying it was, and I know in terms of like buzz, sometimes um, that is an asset to it, or sometimes it isn't. Or Get Out, that was another one. Where I was like, okay, I can see that. I would, I think that if that won, I wouldn't be like too upset about that, you know. Um, but it was one of those times where I was like, I didn't see a clear like this one is definitely going to dominate. I know that Shape of Water had the most nominations, but it wasn't clear to me on what was going to take home the big prize. Yeah, those three that you said, mm-hmm. I could not. Like for the life of me, figure out which yeah. one of those three is gonna win, and then Shape of Water. Yeah, comes it was in. a lot like it was a lot like the the Tony Awards this past year. Like, Great Comet of eighteen twelve got um, fourteen nominations, but Dear Evan Hansen only got eight. 
and all the other nominees for best musical, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm not really sure which one's going to win. I was expecting Great Comet to win, but Dear Evan Hansen won. And I, this year, I was expecting Three Billboards to win because of all the buzz it was getting. At the Tonys? And it won for the Oscars. <laughs> Shut up! You know what I'm talking about. And it won like. It'd be the... really weird for Dear Evan Hansen to win at the Tony. <laughs> no, it did. It did. That's exactly I, I mixed up my words. <laughs> Shut up. It really weird. You've seen Dear Evan Hansen win at the Tonys. What is it, a musical or something? His name is Evan, not Tony. <laughs> Dear Tony His Hansen. His name is Oscar. Got it right. Dear Tony Hansen. Hey, uh, hey, Tone. No, uh, oh, God. But Josh, you, can prob- you probably know this better than me. But isn't it true that usually um like i think it's only happened three times in the past that uh the oscar best picture wasn't the same as like the screen actors guild and like something like that i don't i can't remember what the screen actors go but like the bafta, the BAFTA and yeah, yeah. the the golden globe for it's drama and film times, were all yeah we're all three billboards yeah. But there's always that surprise. I think every year that if you look at the trends, there's always the year there's always that one surprise. And my biggest example of this is in 2014 when um, 2013 American Hustle came out and Jennifer Lawrence got the Golden Globe and the BAFTA Best Supporting Actress. But Lupita Nyong'o eventually won for 12 Years a Slave, which I was really happy with. But I was not expecting it at all yeah. because of the trends. So I was like, because so I was just like, oh, okay, so Three Billboards is definitely going to win. You know, I've you know, I, I can see that, and I'd be happy with it. But then, as it kept going on, it's like, um, Shape of Water. It won four total. But then when Guillermo did won the director, I was like, okay, it's probably gonna win. I was like, oh, god yeah. damn it, guys. So you're saying like, uh, if they keep winning awards, they are most likely to win Best it's, Picture. It gives them more attention yeah. because at that point, you can see at least after the Golden Globes, when the Golden Globes happen, the Oscar nominations have not come out yet. So from that, you can kind of see, you can form your own list and figure it out. Historically, then the, Oscar, the BAFTA and the Globe means you're going to get the Oscar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least, like, probably 80% of the time. Wait, did Shea Water win the Golden Globe for best? No. Oh, what won that? Three Billboards. It was Three oh, Billboards, okay. one drama, yeah, Lady Bird, yeah. one comedy. But the thing about it is, it, yeah, so if you look at the trends, you're like, okay, you can kind of, like, figure it out. But there's always that surprise. And I just, I just wasn't... I wasn't expecting Shape of Water, and I don't think it should have won. I just I wanted Lady Bird to call me by your name. I'm just really shocked that La La Land didn't win. It was really <laughs> yeah, weird when right? Moonlight no. that just came up. Speaking of which, speaking of which, here's another thing. This was the worst part of the Oscars for me, and I think that I, I used to hate Jimmy Kimmel and not think he was funny, but I think he's grown on me a lot. He's, he did a really good job. The thing I hated the most, all of the presenters were not funny. Like, none of them were funny until, like, like Maya Rudolph and um, yeah, um, uh, Tiffany, oh, what's her name? Haddish. Radish. Tiffany uh, Haddish, right? Haddish. Haddish, Haddish. yes. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> I literally just said it. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Tiffany I heard Radish. I thought Radish. <laughs> is when they came on, they were like, they were uh, kind of annoying, but like they were like, they had that energy of comedians because they I are think, comedians. But like everyone else was so wooden think, and cringeworthy. It was I think, awful. I think the best word was, that was Kumal Nanjiani and Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty Yeah, they were, but because Kumal is, <laughs> yeah. Kumal is funny. He's also yeah. a comedian, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. just a quick mention, we didn't really talk about Big Sick a ton. Big Sick is Incredible so movies. underrated. I'm I, really I, happy I've it got best. I've so far. I haven't finished it yet. I never but. thought it was going to win, but I'm glad it got a nomination. Yeah, that, I'm me too. Glad I wasn't, I wasn't expecting now. it to get a nomination. I wanted it to. I also thought Holly Hunter was uh, fantastic so in that Holy movie. Holy shit. Who and knew even, Ray Romano? Could yeah, even Ray Romano. <laughs> even Ray really Romano good. was great. Everyone in that movie was great. The best line in that movie, though, hands down, is from Bo Burnham when he says, he's talking to his friend, the comedian who's... 
does the same 10 minutes of comedy mm-hmm. over and over again. He's like, I got this new joke about going to the doctors. I don't really know how to fix up. What do you think? And Bo Burnham just goes, uh, why don't you change the part about going to the doctors and quit your job and never do comedy again? <laughs> yes. I just watched <laughs> The Big Sick and Bo Burnham's my favorite yeah. fucking He's part of that fantastic. Movie. I'm so Pulse. pumped for his new movie that's coming out with A24 called 8th Grade. You know what I think is amazing? He directed I'm and wrote it, yeah. so really excited. Oh, is that most of the people in the, I believe it's the original category for like writing, um, they were all written by the directors, and I think that, that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, no, other, other than awesome. other than like Big Sick, Big Sick, yeah, no, it was a different director. Yeah, they yeah. didn't direct, but, they but did um, that was Shape, the of, Shape of Water yeah. was written by Guillermo del Toro. Lady Bird was written, written by Gregor Wick. Wick. Did James James Bangle? Uh, that's adapted. Sorry. Um, um, and then I think it was one more. Uh, Colin, but no, no, Big Sick but, and uh, wait, what one? Oh, Three Billboards. Yeah, it's, it's, um, Three Billboards. Yeah, Martin, Martin McDonough. McDonough. I just think it's amazing that the same people who can make these amazing movies, yeah. also are writing them. I think because so they know the story more yeah. than anybody. Yeah, what, I also what, I love. That's, that's another thing in movies I love is when credits end. It's written and directed by the same person. Yeah. No, I think what's great about doing that as a combo when you're doing it is you know what you want it to look like so mm-hmm. like because you have that story in your head you kind of realized it visually already mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. after having all the dialogue written down you know how you want it to be delivered yeah. and how you want it to look it makes it more personal too like yeah those movies that are written directed by the same person they are the most in the sense of like movies are art yeah other than just like making money blockbuster yeah they and, are art and they, they they know what where the story needs to go yeah and they where it needs, needs to, to end feel. up yeah you would think that aaron sorkin for the most part would understand that to like the fullest degree because he does only writing and then yeah. he made this jump to directing mm-hmm. although he's really good at collaboration because you can yeah, see it and they true. do so well especially with the social network and david fincher yeah. yeah um so this year overall it was a very interesting year at the oscars i think it was one of the better shows personally because i think i think jimmy kimmel did a really good job hosting um not a drama i i think much better than he did last year last year he was kind of okay but he was 10 times better to me the worst host that we've seen that I've seen of the whole times that I've watched the Oscars and I'm, I hate that I'm saying this is Neil Patrick Harris because I, I and I really like Neil Patrick Harris Wait, what about James Franco and Anne Hathaway this is one I've been watching oh, since okay, Seth MacFarlane sorry, in 2013 yeah, right, right, yeah. but when Neil Patrick Harris did in 2015 I was just like okay this opening number is great it's really cool but he was not funny he was not he didn't have that presence it was just it was very odd for him Neil Patrick Harris but like I think this year Jimmy Kimmel I've kind of grown a soft spot for him. He's um he did a he did a really good job, I think personally. So it was a good show, I think so. And uh, I think we're ready for another another good year of movies. Hopefully, for mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. All right. I, I think wait, that's. I, uh, I can't wait for uh at the end of the year for it to be like the worst year of movies ever. Oh yeah. And then like at the at the beginning of the Oscar episode for next year, we can replay you saying that. And yeah. Like do the echo effect of <laughs> yeah. like do the like honest I, for another great year. Great year. You I, fucked us, Josh. You I was wrong. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to our episode on the 2018 Oscar season. We hope to continue on the train of uh, reviewing movies more in detail. If you'd like more great content uh, by Orion Valley Productions, go to orionvalleyproductions.com. You can find photos and links to other podcasts such as the Dingles and Donuts podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Josh Wall, and frankly, I love movies.